All right, dedication time. Uh, of course, uh, Blair knows all about dedication time. But we have a new guest, uh, Meg. Hello. Hi. What's your last name again? Megan Pia. There you go. We just do Meg. That works. Um, so dedication time. I guess get to dedicate the episode to anything they like. Um, do you guys want to do it together? Do you want to do it separate? It's your choice. You have the power. No. You can do it. No. We'll do it separate. <laughs> All right. What would you like to dedicate it to? Oh, that's so hard. My first thought was like my daughters. Yeah, that's good. I like that. You got more than one? I have two daughters. You're going straight to heaven. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We'll see how they turn out. <laughs> hey. They might listen to this. I don't know. Be careful what you say. <laughs> Someday they're going to be like, huh, mom? <laughs> <laughs> um. I will. De- I dedicated it to my daughter last time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I'll dedicate it to the Great War, which is out now at Target. Mm-hmm. And it's the film that you were a part of, right? Yeah, yeah, probably the biggest film I've been a part of. So you can go buy it at Target and Walmart and Best Buy. Awesome. Back with Megan and Blair. Uh, thanks, guys, for coming. Thank you. Um, yeah, you know, just taking a break from all your activities that you do and getting busy. Um, you were mentioned that you're just a, you're part of uh, the Great War. That's a film that you can find on DVD. Yeah, uh, it's uh, it did a short run in the theaters, which was really exciting. I don't know uh, how many theaters. I think there was like five or six, um, mainly in South Dakota and California. Okay. And then now it's out on DVD, and it's at Target and uh, Best Buy. In Walmart, um, and it's a great movie. Um, how'd you become a part of it? To just um, I work for the production company. Okay. Um, so I was the costume supervisor, as well. well You've done that before, right? Well, the, yeah, that was yeah. the one I was talking about last time. But now it's like officially out. Okay. All right. And it's like everybody's <laughs> posting their uh, their pictures with yeah. it at Target. I don't know if you've seen it all yes, over Facebook, yes. but everyone's like, oh, it's a wonderful home. campaign. I love it. Everybody's going to Target and taking pictures that they buy a copy of it. Yeah. yeah so. That's pretty exciting. Um, My wife is excited because now I have motivation to go to Target. That's her favorite store. Yeah, you can come with me. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. You walk into Target to buy a movie, and then you walk out two hundred dollars later. Yeah, right. So on top of that, yeah, then you guys are just both together. We're part of another movie, a short film. Uh yes. Um, we executive produced a short film for Z Fest called Perdition. Okay, so anybody who's not f- locally, not from Minnesota, if you want to get a heads up, what is Z Fest? Just kind of what is, it's like, a, it's a short film festival, right? That's all it is? Uh, yeah, Z Fest is like basically the biggest film competition in Minnesota. Yeah. So I think there's 75 teams this year. What? Yeah, so if you get to like the top 10, like the best of, you're doing something right. Well, yeah, that's mathematically like, that's higher than ten percent. That's that's higher. That's lower than ten percent of the ten out of seventy five. Yeah, they do. They do a great job. They they yeah. show all the uh, the movies at the Alamo um, over like six screenings, and then they pick the top ten and they do like an Oscars type award ceremony at uh, the Radisson Blue. Yeah, that's wonderful. Wonderful. Um, so if you want to give a little heads up, what is uh, Perdition? That's the movie, right? It is. Yeah. yeah. So it's a short film. Um, that me and Megan, I was just like, we should produce a movie together. And like, 
you know, I was like, you should try producing. So <laughs> it went through it went through a lot of phases. Like we had an original writer um, yeah. that didn't work out, and then so we just kind of went back to Wes. Uh, we all we all know Wes. He's a big fan of the show. So Wes Johnson, yeah, so. yeah. So he ended up completely rewriting it. <laughs> it's not anything like it was at first, um, but it's great. I like the title, Perdition. It's a it's a word that doesn't get used a lot. It's a variation of hell. It's a more more classy variation of title like hell. Yeah, so. um, kind of like the uh, I can't think of it. The in between heaven and hell. What do they call that? Purgatory. Purgatory. Yeah. It's somewhat similar to that. Um, that was going to be the original name, but it's kind of overused. So. Yeah. So, Meg, what brought you, other than being part of Blair, what was what was the thing that caught you for this movie, to be a part of it? Um, I love being involved in the projects that Blair and Wes do together and being on sets and just being part of filmmaking. Mm. And so it was just a great opportunity. Did a little bit of acting. And um, some producing and costuming. So you were not only behind the camera, you were also in front of it doing some stuff, too. So keeping busy. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit of everything. Did you guys go scout locations together, or what's up with that? Yeah, we did. Um, actually, her and I went out to uh, Albert Lee is where we found the house that we shot in. I know where that is. Yeah. Yeah, and it was... Uh, <laughs> well, it's kind of... <laughs> Everybody knows you take you go south thirty five. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a pretty mm-hmm. pretty staple town. It's a beautiful town, and uh, we found this great lady who. Uh, and it's kind of a funny story. I don't know if I should tell it. <laughs> uh, I guess I can. But I I went on. I was trying to find an Airbnb for everybody to stay in because we had like another location close. Yeah. And this place was way cooler. So she wanted a lot of money to stay there every night because it sleeps like 12 people, which is perfect for your cast and crew. Well, yeah, if you because you're bringing <clears throat> everybody else with you. Right. So and then, But I was like, maybe we should shoot here. So I tried to messenger on Airbnb, but they blocked my phone number and everything. I was like, can we okay. work something out? Call me because they don't want you doing side deals. All right, yeah. That's why I like, probably shouldn't <laughs> tell this story. <laughs> but she had reached out. She found me on so Facebook. So she reached out, okay. Yeah, she reached out to me and found me on Facebook and was like, yeah, I would love to support um, some local artists. So we ended up uh, getting the house for a little bit better of a deal. And worked. And that's the one there. that's in the movie? Yeah. Wonderful. Okay, yeah. It's an old Victorian house with a lot of history. So. Oh, how long did you guys shoot just for the weekend, if I heard it right? Was it three nights? Three nights. Mm-hmm. Oh, and everybody stayed there and everything? And Yeah, yeah, for three days. We all stayed there and hung out and, you know, we'd, we'd shoot overnight, so it was it was long. Wonderful, wonderful. Uh, if you want to give it, I don't know anything about the movie. If you want to give a little bit of the plot or the synopsis, what, what's it all about? I mean, obviously it's going to be something bad because you have perdition in the title. Yeah, I mean, I sent it to you. You didn't watch it. <laughs> I don't, Well, the audience, right? It's okay. Yeah. I, 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 sent, no, I, wa- I sent it to you. So. I watched it, but I was just like, there's people that don't know oh, about yeah, it. Well, you want to talk about it? I feel like it's hard to say much without saying too much and like giving everything away. It really kind of is. Um, it's it's a, about a man struggling um, yeah. with kind of a form of amnesia, but we don't really know that. And uh, But he's, he's, there's something, a component to this. Yeah, I there's mean, a, yeah. he needs to find redemption um, yeah. to move on, basically. And he has a character played by Sally Ann Hunt who is kind of guiding him along the way. I mean, that's probably the best I could give without 
really spoiling the movie and Z-Fest trying to sue me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't think you give too much away. I mean, it's just got a guy and he's struggling with something and then you got Sally Ann in there, which is perfect. This is great, yeah. Yeah, no, she's fantastic. She does so many movies, so it's good that we can, uh, she makes time to squeeze, squeeze us in whenever we do something. So uh, when did you guys start, when did you guys start shooting it? Um, was that? It was, it was right after Thanksgiving. It was the weekend yeah. after Thanksgiving. So, so the beginning of December. Okay. All right. Which is perfect for scary movies. You want to get the cold weather and the drab and all that stuff. And yeah. Stuff like yeah. That it worked out really good. Yeah. Something. So, and then you were able to edit it just before, because I think we're recording now, but ZFest submissions were just, you got it in deadline. Yeah. So the, the physical one had to be in on Monday and then on Saturday, the, uh, online one had to be in okay so just a couple days ago so and we we went right down to the wire <laughs> <laughs> i think a lot of teams did yeah right <laughs> so how do, uh, and meg did you work with like the costuming or how would you do work with that i worked with the costuming um a lot of it we had an excellent art director okay. who um tinka lalande she had um, a lot of great vision and ideas, and so we sort of worked together to figure out what everybody should be wearing. For It's kind of hard because sometimes in a short film, you just kind of sometimes the actors just come with it, but this is nice. This seems like you guys were able to work up kind of a team to fit for the movie, so nice squeeze it in. We did, yeah. It was yeah. great. Yeah, they, uh, so I kind of gave Tinka uh, Lalonde, who uh, was our production designer, art designer, um, the direction I wanted. Okay. And... Our DP, Thomas Ong, who uh, is very specific about wanting like a lookbook and everything. So I came up with a lookbook for him. Um, and again, I don't want to give too much away, but it's kind of a tale of two worlds. Um, so I had a look that I wanted for each one. And then she kind of like designed that. And then she communicated with Megan about the colors and everything. And then Megan went out and got the, the costumes to kind of match the production design, which looks really fantastic. Yeah, that's nice. Have you done costuming before? This is my first foray into costuming. How'd you like it? How'd you like it? <laughs> I liked it. It's. I mean, I love like fashion and clothes and color and putting things together. Um, and I love being part of the creative process and watching sort of Thomas and Blair put their vision together and <coughs> see Tinka bring that together and then sure. participate in that. Yeah. So did you direct it or Wes or do you guys do yeah. the both? Are you guys like the Coen Brothers did both the both? No, this one was this one was me. I directed it. And okay. Wes wrote it. Of course, Wes was on set. Um, you know, he he did a, a lot of uh, like uh, supervising the practical effects and stuff like that on this sure. one. Um, that's something we're gonna get into eventually is doing some co-directing. But um, which is nice. Yeah, I yeah. think you guys were perfect. I mean, you guys done enough movies together that I think you guys. Yeah, it's always kind of a battle of wills <laughs> with us. Like, who's going to direct it? I'm going to direct. No, no, no. We should co-direct. No. And I'm like, no, I want to direct. And like, it gets a little heated <laughs> sometimes about that subject. But um, I think that's something we're going to dive into this summer. Yeah. So. Well, I, I think it, I, a lot of, it used to be, you know, 25 years ago, they would almost be taboo to have two people direct the same movie. But now it seems perfectly comfortable. You have teams that kind of direct. You have the Sadafi brothers, the Coen brothers, um, the Farrell brothers. They're usually their relatives. But I I think that happens more often than not that you have a group or two, one or two people directing movies. Yeah, and it's as long as it's something that is like 
you know, you're both on the same page. Yeah. You both are bringing ideas to the table. I think it's something that can work effectively. It's just when people are combative about what they want. That's yeah. It kind of becomes difficult. Well, you guys are like very different personalities where. Yeah. You, uh, <laughs> 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 That's fair. You got energy and ready to gusto and get things done and. Wes is like, he'll figure it itself out, kind of a guy. <laughs> yeah, but he, I mean, he's got a lot of good ideas. So yeah. I guess with this one, I really kind of asked him to, to take a back seat because um, he's usually very involved. Oh, I'm sure you had to like force him to do that. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, he's, he's usually pretty involved with the post production process and stuff. No, I don't mean he's like, he's not. No, no. Yeah. He, he, he is, and um, he did, and he stayed kind of like until we had like a pretty close to a final cut. Yeah. And then the ending was pretty trash. Um, and he had a really good idea. He's like, well, we could fix the ending this way. Like, why don't we do that? And then, like, I was like, okay, yeah, no, let's do that. So he, he comes up with, like, good ideas. Like, I'm more of just, like, the kind of the go out and get it done. But he has he has great ideas. I think so. I think that I think you guys kind of balance each other out. You guys have – it's almost like a team that needs each other, almost like that. Yeah. Which is uh, it's perfect because I, I work with other people that I, I don't know if I would – thought I would work together, but they have a different, you know, they have a different personality. They're more relaxed than I am. And that fits me, even though I'm like, let's get it done. Like, just relax. And then it gets you mad when <laughs> right. somebody says, tell you, just chill out. And then you get more mad. But yeah, I think you need somebody that's a little bit different from you. Yeah. No, I but totally you guys agree. still like the same kind of movies and stuff. Yeah. No, like uh, when I first met Wes uh, and we did our first movie together, I went into his basement and he had nothing but like horror movies and posters all over and I was like are we best friends <laughs> but but yeah no we, we definitely yeah. like the same kind of movies but he's branched out he worked with Nathan now on a Z Fest yeah well. Tribulations and I I was I actually did some PA work on that oh yeah you do, did you do the, that and Peter Peter right uh, production assistant yeah, so yeah to just kind of help on out a little bit it was fun yeah that was fun so yeah. and they, I think you submitted their uh, movie. Wes and Nathan submitted Tribulations uh, to it to Z Fest, and that would be up there as well. Yeah, so. I'm. I'm. The trailer looks good. I'm excited to see it. So. It's something I don't think anybody else is doing. You know, that's I think was nice about Z. We had Nathan on before, and he talked about uh, you know, there's too many other movies I kind of like, and I like this. Is, let's do something that nobody else is doing, which I like. It's refreshing. Yeah. yeah so Meg, I, I don't. What is you? What about movies with you? How did you get? To, uh, what was all? Because I know Blair and Wes love movies, but I don't think anybody knows what's with movies and you. <laughs> what's with movies and me? Yeah, but I love movies. Yeah, um, I do love movies. I grew up. Um, my parents were like super into acting and like theater and film. Oh, wonderful! My yeah. dad sees like every single movie that comes out. Like every Friday, you can be sure that my dad is <laughs> at a movie theater. So I grew up. My parents we watched a lot of stuff together. We went to tons of theater. We watched a lot of like television and film. And my mom would be sitting there, like, critiquing acting or talking to me about acting choices. And just they developed you know, a real love for it. So with the background of acting, when you watch a movie, what's, is that kind of the first thing that comes at you? Is that, the, like, the forefront? That's some, something that's really more pronounced than anything else when you watch it? or For me, definitely. I'm looking at their performances and the choices that the actors are making and what they're doing. I'm thinking about, like, what would I do with that dialogue? <laughs> How I would hear that come <laughs> would out? I, yeah, where would – yeah, but I – yeah. So – it's always been a part of your life, part of, you know, have you done theater too? I grew up doing theater at school and like in after school programs. Um, I did a little theater in college um, and I did a little bit of commercial work before I had my kids. And then I sort of like put everything on hold 
to raise my kids for uh, about 10 years. Do you think your kids are going to want to do it too? I don't know. Sometimes they can be pretty dramatic. (laughs) 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 We'll see what happens. It's a good fit. (laughs) So do you like with theater and all that stuff? Do you like being the loud character or like being the side? Do you like doing anything? Um, and I think it would be great to have, I mean, I like to be loud. I think in, um, personally, I'm a little more, I can be a little more understated. It's nice to get an opportunity to have a role that allows you to step outside yourself and yeah. um, let feelings out that you might ordinarily hold back. I think that's nice because you did costuming, and I think that helps as uh, being a background with acting, that you know costuming is a big part of it, and you have the right costume, it helps greatly. So I think costuming and acting almost kind of go together, right? You're almost like fitting the role as you're putting out what they're going to wear. Yeah, you can get a better understanding of the character and you see what they're wearing and how they might need to move and what they are going to need to be wearing for them. I have to say, when I went to see Little Women, the movie, and I watched the first 10 minutes and I was like, that's going to wear best costume. It's just, I've seen enough movies. I've seen enough. You you just, it pops at you and it's like, that's good, that's it. That's totally it. That was... And of course, everyone's like, no, there's going to be some others. Like, I. <laughs> no, sometimes it's so good that you're like, it's going to be an automatic. So, Absolutely. does that happen to you guys? You watch something like that's so, like, you see the Joker and, like, that's going to, that's, that's, there's no other way around it. It's going to win. I mean, yeah. I think I, I pretty much thought Joaquin Phoenix was going to win uh, Best Actor for sure. I yeah. mean, I thought he was really, really good in that. Yeah. And I didn't really see anything else from anyone else this year. I'm trying to think. Well, for me personally, it was Adam Sandler. That was mighty impressive for me without cut jumps. I haven't seen that. That was yet. fascinating. Yeah. I really want to see it. Well, you sh- I think I you should, yeah, because I, it's so, we're so used to what he's done before in the comedy and to go outside of that and play this role where you forget that that's Adam Sandler. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> and then for me, that that's impressive because I forgot. That's Adam Sandler. He's not doing fart jokes or anything. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Everyone knows him as Billy Madison yeah, yeah. or a Happy Gilmore. Yeah. Um, but no, I'm, I've been talking to Meg. I'm like, I want to go see that movie. And it's like we, we're in Uptown and like the Lagoon had it for a while, but we just kept putting it off. Um, but we'll see it. It's can't wait. I think it's, it's nice. It's I think it's written specifically for acting. It's really catered for acting because it's just... It's not so much cinematography, it's the script, the dialogue, and how everything gels. It looks, it just feels natural that you convince these people are real. That's what yeah. really I liked about it. I mean, it's one of my top ten oh, movies. Yeah. How was Kevin Garnett in it? Was he good? I mean, yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> he's not stiff. He doesn't, like, just say his lines, but you really believe that that's him. I mean, it's not much, hey, just play yourself. But that's still kind of hard, because then you forget, like... I heard that Adam Sandler in The weekend get in a fight... In, in the club, in the movie. There is a club scene. <laughs> it looks very much like 2012. <laughs> okay. Interesting. I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued. I haven't seen any any of these new movies. I haven't seen 1917, which being a guy who's worked on a ton of war movies, you'd think that'd be the first thing I'd see. But I've yeah, been, I've been slacking. I do like 1917 was, but for me, Parasite was the best. But 1917 would be the second best. There's some. Yeah. It's a technically sound movie. It is technically perfect, 1917. I don't really necessarily get the story, but for academically of technic work, it is phenomenal. Yeah, we yeah. actually, uh, me and Megan went and worked on a World War II movie, another one with the same production company as The Great War. Was that last month? 
Yeah, I think so. Yeah, last month we worked on it for about 10 days. Okay. So um, that'll be another one. It's called Winter War. Yeah. Right okay. Now. So that's not, that hasn't come out yet. No, we that's okay. still shooting. It's going to be shooting probably. Oh, they're um, still in production. The okay. main, main like 10 days have shot already. And then uh, I think they're shooting some more in Chicago. And then back here in May, maybe to shoot some more. I'm what you guys do in that movie? Were you guys both do costuming? Uh, I did costuming, and Megan was a production assistant. And right. then I acted in it as well. Um, I played a character by the name of Private Sam Hunt. So you were in uniform sometimes? Yeah. No. Yeah, I, I even had lines. <laughs> uh, the last couple they did, I was behind the camera, and then I'd, I'd be an extra. No lines. So this time I had lines, so I was pretty excited about that. You would get a kick out of 1917 because some of the... Uh, people who were camera, who were actually held cameras, were in uniform as extras. So as the camera was going down the trenches, and it looked like it's being handheld, they'll take turns. So they'll like be in uniform, the camera operators, and as soon as they pass, they would grab the camera, they continue on. So a lot of them also got double work because they got paid as extras and being part of the camera crew, which is a fascinating trick to <laughs> learn. I mean, that's kind of more or less what I did for this you know I worked behind the scenes and then I worked uh, in front of the camera so it was the first time I've ever that's done why that. I brought it up because because <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've seen your pictures <laughs> and like I think I think Blair should have worked on 1917 but I don't know if I yeah I don't know if I would have uh, been on <laughs> Sam Mendes's radar I mean I'd love to be that'd be great but yeah. um, I don't do any camera op work so. I just amazing they built a tower of just light bulbs a scaffolding that's five story high, just light, just to get it perfect of what they wanted for the town and and everything. Wow. And yeah, then no, I mean that's crazy. I they mean, figure out the geometry of the flares, so where the flares will be at the peak and what angle and light to use, and they just wow, it's fascinating. Well, I wonder what the budget for that was. That's got to be about sixty million, I, I imagine. Well, yeah, it has to be. I mean, this because it's. I know they spent just the entire month of April filming it. And that's it. So they only had three weeks to do it. So that's why they meticulously planned this for what two over two years to get it right. They shot it in three weeks. Wow. Yeah. That's insane. I know. And then they well then the explosion scene. So they only had enough to do three takes. <laughs> Is that the one where he's running? Yeah. Oh man. And that's... they don't want to do another take because if you have to do another take, then you have to pick up all the pieces. Everybody go back. Yeah. So they luckily had a one take with that one. Yeah, it's like the whole movie is supposed to look like one take. It's superficially, because it's supposed to look blending, but you know time is passing. And I, we, I had Vanessa um, Harwick on. We talked about that movies, there's no such thing as time in the movies. It's almost like time is stop, pause, even though we talk about things are progressing. But it's almost like time is not really available. It's almost, it's almost like an illusion when we do movies. Because, you know, like The Deer Hunter, I mean... It's 12 hours straight of a movie, and then you go to Vietnam, which is like, that doesn't really, that's impossible to do. But like in this movie, yeah, you, you wow. see the transgressions, but it's just so flow that you don't, effortless, you don't really pick up on it. I guess I've never thought about it in that, that kind of way, because I'm I always know. thinking about it like, what day is, as a director, like, what day is this, when is this coming in the story next, you know? So I'm always thinking about time, but I guess the audience really isn't. It's not, it's, well, if you want to pick something apart, of course, you'll pick the first thing you would do and is the time of it, right? Yeah, if you do right. a movie, right. So I'm pretty picky about <laughs> making sure everything kind of matches up. Matches up like that. 
unless it's blurringly obvious, like you're not wearing the same trench coat as you were the last one or something like that. But yeah, I mean that's why we have script supervisors. <laughs> <laughs> so did you in uh, tribulations? Yeah. Was that was that a good experience? Did you have a lot of fun working as a? PA? Well, this is my second time working on a movie, and I liked it because I think I think everybody should have at least an opportunity to if they really like movies, if you really love them, work on one and see how much effort it is to do two seconds of a movie. Doesn't I mean it's always like a double up, right? You work two hundred hours for two hour movie, you know. Right. Yeah, it's always like a double the amount of time what shows on the movie. And of course relates to comic books. You'll it takes me about ten hours to do a page where somebody will read it and it'll take less than a minute and they're just done. So yeah, absolutely. Double up time is always an essence. And I think that's if you really like movies, you see how important everything plays a part into it. Absolutely, yeah. I know we had we had that conversation because um, Megan's mainly an actress, yeah. um, and I was like, you gotta try to get on set and do some other stuff because you see like everything that goes into it. You know, I mean, when you're when you're talent, you show up and you kind of you know everything's kind of set up for you and you yeah. hang out and you eat crafty and you <laughs> you, know, you pull pull crap with everybody and you know just uh and then it's your going time. back in your trailer and <laughs> <laughs> you know then it's your time and you, you you do your scene and then you go but yeah. when you're behind the scenes like you realize that it never stops like everybody's always constantly moving and going and i think that's a good thing for anyone who's an actor to to do because some people get really egotistical about it and they yeah. show up and they're like Oh, you know, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> well, I heard Anthony Hopkins always stays on set. Like, even if it's not his party, he helps pick up the trash or helps serve food and everything. He just likes to be part of the whole, like it's a whole team. Because he has always done it for years. So when he was on Science Lambs, even if he's not in the movie, he was always on set or helping out some way or the other. He just liked to do it. I mean, what do you think? What do you think from going from being an actress to... Yeah, it's a good question. I definitely learned a lot, and I think I see movies differently now that I'm thinking. Like I was always saying, I'm you know I'm always thinking about the acting, but now I'm also yeah. like I'm thinking about the acting, but I'm also thinking about all the other pieces that go into it and everything that was um, put together. I'm like, how did they make that happen? I don't think I ever used to do that before. I was just right focusing on the acting. Well, and you also have to figure out how you're going to introduce the character. That's another thing you have to write about. Is how you're going to be like a headshot, or is it going to be from behind approach rotate? So it's always those certain questions that you want to introduce a character that really fits it very well. I think one of the best introductions of a character was Indiana Jones and Raiders of the Lost Ark, where you don't see him, you just see what he's able to do. You know, take the guy's gun away without having a gun. He could hear and everything. So he always, had, you could tell he had supernatural gifts before he even turned around with his face, which is a great. Nice little introduction, yeah. I like that you bring that up. Introducing characters is a really important part of telling a story. Or, yeah, yeah. If they're going to be loud, they're going to speak, are they quiet, or, yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, Megan's being modest. She's a very talented actress. (laughs) We met in... uh, Modest is a very Minnesota trade. We became friends in in acting class, so um, I know she's trained well, at least. (laughs) 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 <laughs> Bill Cooper. Well, it sounds like it's been in everything, like even your breakfast sealers and with your parents and everything. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's better than me at acting. <laughs> well, with that, we're going to take a little break. Uh, we're going to take a little break and we're going to come back with uh, Blair and Meg um, after this message with one of our favorite podcasts, Mouse and Weens. Mm-hmm. 
Hi, this is Mouse. I'm Weens. And we are two sisters with the Mouse and Weens podcast. Nice and clear. <laughs> Come take a listen. It's fun. We talk about life, love, and pubic hair. Sick. <laughs> and all sorts of fun family memories and stuff. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> We're on all the platforms. And we hope you take a listen. Bye. We're back with uh, Blair and Meg. So you guys were, were you guys good students? We're talking about off air, you guys. That sometimes, you know, usually creative people are kind of test boundaries and all that stuff. So were you considered, were you? I like, did what it took to get by. <laughs> but that's the point of being a kid. You want to test boundaries, right? You want to see what you can get away with. Right. Yes. Yeah. She was telling me earlier that she had to be a very astute writer. So I don't know. You must have done a lot more than just got by. Well, my mom put a lot of pressure on me, but and I went to really yeah. competitive school, so I think I would have had to work really hard to like excel. So okay, <laughs> I was like a B student. That was good enough for me. That's good enough. Yeah, that's phenomenal. From my point. <laughs> yeah, that's great. <laughs> I don't really want to talk about my education history. <laughs> have you seen my Facebook posts? <laughs> <laughs> Probably commas where they're not supposed to be. And but I did you? Well, when you were kids, did you always thought you're going to do movies, or is it something like? You know, I like it so much, I'm just going to participate. Or is it something as a kid that you always going to eventually do? I always wanted to be an actress. I wanted to be, yeah. like, in musical theater when I was younger. And then as in theater, as I got older, um, I realized in film you have different opportunities to be smaller. Okay. Um, you know, it's a little bit more intimate, whereas theater, you know, you have to get it out there to, like, a whole right. audience. Yeah, um, I was interested in the more like minute. Well, you have to be. It has to be out, right? You got to go out. Where when your movies, you can keep it in a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah. is kind of a different discipline, almost. It's the same thing, Absolutely. but right. I mean, you know, in theater, like you have to project and like you know, speak from your diaphragm, and in film, you can be more quiet and um, you don't really want to be like yelling it. <laughs> Which I you know, and another thing I was talking about from being loud characters and soft characters. I just watched net work again if you remember network from 1979 there's so much i forgot there is so much projecting in that movie it is way over the top and it's supposed to be that's the point of it but i think every character has a shouting moment in that movie <laughs> <laughs> i mean if you still can shout in movies i mean just watch marriage story <laughs> right <laughs> right yeah adam driver I mean, feel good movie of the year <laughs> actually i think uh I think I said it yesterday. I think that's my favorite movie that I saw this year. I think it's well written. I think that's hard doing dialogue that like that, and everybody has their moment. Even the smaller characters have their moment. I mean, Ray Liotta was very convincing. He has a small part, and absolutely. Yeah, I yeah. didn't. Uh, I'll be completely honest. I was not a huge Adam Driver fan until I saw that movie. Yeah. yeah. Well, he played. I mean, we all know people. That even though the world's falling apart, still are committed to their their job, which is him, like the theater and stuff. Yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, I thought it resonated. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but I think, yeah, I I. I know Noah Bumbark and, and the Merowitz story. If you ever watched that, if you like marriage story, then you like the Merowitz um, story, which Dr. Hoffman's in there. And Adam Sandler's in there. So oh, wow. hmm. if you like marriage story, he does that with very much intimate family and how it can break you or it makes you stronger. And it's sometimes there's a crack, there's a fissure that helps. But mm-hmm. Did you guys see Jojo? No. Man, we're bad. I know. <laughs> We have we've like not been we've been watching older movies more than anything. We've been kind of going yeah. back to some of the classics instead of seeing it does, new ones. I do that too. When after the Oscars, I'll do that and start watching old movies again, like old really good ones that I really like. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think that Megan has seen the Notebook, so I think we're gonna have to watch the Notebook. That's soon. true. I okay. Have not there seen is the notebook. no Notebook in the Notebook. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Just like there's I'm no ready. Kane in Citizen Kane. <laughs> But you watch the whole movie, you're like, where's the notebook? <laughs> Speaking of musicals, yeah. they're making a Hamilton movie, and she's very excited about that. Now, how many times have you seen Hamilton? Ever. I've seen Hamilton once. Just once? Um, yeah, so I've listened to Hamilton, like, thousands of it's times. On, it's on, uh, on in the it's car every day. It's hard to stop day. listening to it. <laughs> but, um, and also, Lin-Manuel Miranda wrote the musical for In the Heights, which is a film that's coming out this summer. Um, okay, In the Heights. Know, yeah. Oh, wonderful. Yes. Yeah, so I, I didn't like it's musicals at all um, until we got together. Shocking. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and literally... Um, I, my whole perception of you has just <laughs> yeah, changed. Right? <laughs> 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 yeah. it, was, it was a little funny, though, because like, when I take a shower, I listen to music sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> and she wasn't home, <laughs> and she came home, and I was in the shower, and I was blaring Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> Busted. Yeah. <laughs> I, I got totally, totally busted out for that. But no, I, I enjoy it now. I'm, I'm kind of getting into them a little bit. Well, it's a, it's a, it's a form of like an action movie, right? You have your da 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 da. It's the same thing. I, you know, people musical would just think, oh no, we have to do a number. What's well, the same like an action movie? Oh no, here comes the big fight scene. Where's this choreograph dance with music? Right. Absolutely. But yeah. musicals is just, I think people have this disdain of, oh, I, it's going to be boring, which far more exciting. Like Rocket Man, I was surprised with. So I didn't oh, think yeah, it was, was I thought it was just going to be a biology. I didn't know it was going to be a musical. It was kind of like an acid trip. Yeah. Musical. <laughs> <laughs> right? That'd be crazy. Yeah. Was, we really, yeah, we watched that. We, we really enjoyed that movie. I really liked that. Yeah, because it broke it up. It broke it up. All of a sudden, you have a, a narrative, and all of a sudden, it, it the musicals. Jumps right in. It almost interrupts the whole life to make it fun, right? Yeah. I've heard a lot of people say that they don't enjoy musicals because it just seems so unbelievable that people would like burst into song somewhere. Um, but I think that kind of like the point of like theater and film is a suspension of reality. If you can, right? You know, you could burst into song. It's not real anyway. <laughs> well, <laughs> We're suspending our imaginations and. Yeah, I mean, I would say to the people that say that there's not really a Batman either. Well, there might be. I've, I've never <laughs> met him. If you really dress up as a bat and go out, you're going to be dead in about five minutes. <laughs> right. And I don't think there's, like, the evil yeah. dead or Michael Myers. I mean, there's real life it's crazy yeah. people, but, I mean. Well, that's what art is. You're exaggerating reality. You're making over the top to emphasize a point. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, to, and to Hamilton's point, it's kind of like a hip-hop uh 
hip hop musical, which I love hip hop. So that's kind of what draws me to it, I think. But I like it that kids are fascinated with the life of Hamilton, which is a far more dramatic piece that I think people knew about. His life of just going really highs up and really low lows and then uh, a public duel. Of <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, with uh, Aaron Burr. Yeah. See, I know this stuff <laughs> now. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting educated, <laughs> too. I'm going to have a, a tiff with the vice president, Pistols at Dawn. <laughs> and not shoot. Oh, wait, spoilers. <laughs> yeah. I shouldn't be giving away spoilers. So, Meg, when you were, were growing up, what was your kind of your favorite musical? Did you have one or did you just... The whole genre. Well, there are two really. My favorite musical was Les Mis. Um, of course, I saw the original London cast um, on the West End yeah. in 1985. Um, and I lived in England for three years when I was little, and my parents took us to tons of theater. And we saw a show called Me and My Girl, which is um, sort of like a, about class differences in um, England, which is a really fun production and I haven't seen it since I was like five but I'm still pretty obsessed with it and so I, what was it called again me and me, my girl me and my girl I have to look it up yeah it's a really fun show you can see some fun like videos on YouTube of like original productions from the 20s and 30s I mean I don't know how they videoed that but there are <laughs> some also like old um, productions that you can find some yeah. footage of it's a fun show you're actually reading she's reading Les Mis too and uh, that book is crazy it's like this thing. It's a volume. <laughs> it is. Like, I put it off yeah. for years, but I was so obsessed with it. I was like, I have to at least read it. I wish I had the uh, <clears throat> the mental capacity. I was kind of one of those ADD students. <laughs> so um, just, ah, uh, we're done. Uh, I get through like five pages. Stop like, okay, Googling it and get to <laughs> <laughs> I don't have, I'm not good at, I'm like, I'm, I'm a very strong reader. That's probably like the strongest educational, formal educational thing that I'm good at. But because um, it's definitely not grammar or math, um, <laughs> but I just don't enjoy it that much. I'd rather watch right. it when I have to read a script. I like torment myself over it. It's because I think it's like almost like a puzzle to you, right? When you do a script, it's almost like where does everything kind of fit almost, right? Well, yeah, I mean, when I'm reading a script, I'm not reading it. I'm starting to visualize it. Yeah. Like, like immediately. Like, what is this going to look like? Um, where, like, you know, that's a thing with Wesley. He's good at, like, putting the words on paper. I'm not. I can't write. Like, I've I've tried to write, and, like, my stuff is, like, crazy, like, Requiem for a Dream, like, way out <laughs> in left field. Like, I don't even want to tell you any of it on air because it's probably NSFW. I can't imagine the first person I read a Wes Anderson script. I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> <laughs> it's probably like something like that, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah, way, it's like way, way out there and the dialogue. <laughs> Maybe one day I'll just try to make one just to see because I always want to like, I want to write and direct something of yeah. my own just to say I did it. But I don't know if anyone's going to want to watch it. But that's okay. Well, that's why you, it's kind of, it's a, I struggle with this because I tell kids, you know, write what you want to do. Well, they were like, well, who's going to read it? Well, you have to like it first. You have to like it first. And number two, there's somebody in the world anywhere is going to like it. There's going to be at least one person in the world. And, of course, there's going to be one person in the world that's going to hate it. That's just <laughs> the nature of stuff. No matter how something yeah. is, one person, that's the worst thing I ever saw. And then there's another person. That's the greatest. Thing. But make it. It's yours. At least you have it out there. Yeah, art yeah. is very subjective. Like, uh, we made that, I think I sent you family friendly too. The one I we did, so. the, the yeah. carnival one we did. Yeah. Uh, for the 50 50. And I think pretty much all of us 
or most of the people that did it were like, we hate this. This is not good. And I was like, I like it. I think it's pretty good. <laughs> and then somebody will be, yeah. Well, we were doing a, a I'll, I'll get into talking about this. Ben Hughes is doing, I don't know if you saw this. We were shooting this past weekend, um, working on his new web series called Metamorphosis. Okay. And right. uh, this gentleman by the name of Zach King, he's a sound guy. He's like, I really like that family friendly movie. And I was like, what? Nobody has said that to me. He's like, it was awesome. And I was like, I guess. Like, <laughs> so, I mean, that, go, that goes to your point that, like, there's, there's something. You know, somebody so, and, and I have, like it. I have a lot of students like, I don't think anybody will read it. There's somebody. There will be one person that will like it. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so, but yeah, we shot, we were shooting this last weekend too. We were shooting a, a pilot for a web series. Okay. All weekend. And, uh, Megan was production assistant again. <laughs> I, I like, keep dragging her into all these projects. I'm like, keep working. No, me. don't drag me. I have any opportunity to be on a set and like watch people watch the magic happen. You know. Yeah, I think it's it's anything. it's healthy. I think it's healthy too because you have surrounded by thirty or forty people that are creative, and you don't ever get that anywhere. I mean, you sit in a drawing class, but they're all working on their own thing. When you're working a movie, everybody's working on the same thing. It's fascinating. Yeah, I love that collaboration. And yeah. Yeah, just like a, a bunch of people with one common goal to make a, a good yeah, piece of art. Yeah, you don't get that anywhere unless you're doing like a theater or you're doing a movie. It's wonderful. Yeah, it doesn't work that yeah. way in the music biz. No, everybody's <laughs> like, I, you know, me being a band, trying to have five people agree on one thing or do one song. And then, you you know, you have two girls and three boys. And then it does. Yeah, just having five people agree on one thing is a miracle. <laughs> I think yeah. uh, I think that's kind of the other thing about me and me and Wesley as a, a conglomerate is we both came from music. Yeah. So we argue like we're still in a band together. <laughs> 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 and it's like we both still kind of have that mentality where it's like, no, I'm right. Yeah, no, we're going to do it this way, you know. And yeah. um, I'm glad it all works out in the end. I really am happy with the way this movie turned out. And then the web series, you're just going to start with it. Um, yeah, so Ben Hughes, are you familiar with him at all? Yeah, he yeah. had. Uh, you should have him on the show sometime. We should. He's he's yeah. great. He's really good. He did the protectors. A lot of a lot of things. Well, you know, with you guys in the industry, a lot of things is this this things stop pop up that oh I can't you know it's yeah. just, the schedules are yeah, erratic. So yeah, people are really busy all the it's time. Like they're real busy or they're really slow, and all of a sudden <laughs> they're like, yeah, come on next month. Oh wait. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I yeah. acted in his uh, his feature film uh, called The Protectors last summer oh, and it premiered at the Twin Cities Film Festival this year. Okay. Um, and then he had contacted me to assistant direct his pilot episode of a web series he's doing now. It's kind of got in the same universe. Is it going to be like on YouTube or, or? I don't know what he's going to do with it necessarily. I mean, you would love The Protectors. It's a it's a superhero movie. So, um, How did you figure that? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just... <laughs> I guess I shouldn't be presumptuous. <laughs> did you assume? I did. <laughs> I'm making that study you and me. Um, <laughs> but no, I mean, I. I oh, the protectors. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, when it comes out, you should definitely check it out. So um, it's like a team. Um, kind of. Kind of. Yeah, okay. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna spoil any of it, but it's it's a good movie. And well, I mean, it had a plural at the end, so he I'm did just it all himself <laughs> for like five thousand dollars a feature film. That's fascinating. And he I pretty mean, much did everything. He like shot it, he edited it, he did all of it. And, and he's he, still living. <laughs> I'm, well, yeah. And now Making he, more stuff. Now yeah. he uh, now he's decided that he wants a team. But I think <laughs> I, I definitely I would love I would love it. I would be fascinated to watch it. So the 
a protector. So yeah, definitely, definitely look out for. Her. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'll take one of these and give it to her. All right. Yeah, <laughs> and hopefully the listeners will look for it, and then we'll eventually yes, we'll find out about it. Yeah. And also buy the Great War. <laughs> Sorry, I don't and know the how many times I can say I'm that. Plugging it. <laughs> but I think I think it's very important for people when they're creative that they have like a something and immediately do something else next. Don't wallow and like make a when you make a movie wait a couple months to make. I think it's very healthy to start a next project almost immediately. When like Stephen King is notorious for doing it. Once you get something done, he immediately starts on the next project. He doesn't sit and wallow or read the critics or anything or anything. He just goes to the next project and I think that keeps your healthy balance of just all right, we're moving on. You know, everybody else can catch it, and we're moving on forward. It's yeah. a, a good movie term, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, we're moving on. But Blair no. doesn't have any more. Take 40. <laughs> I, I agree. Um, it's just hard when you're making your own stuff, yeah. um, and you don't have anyone giving you any money to keep pumping it out. Cause it's like, But I always like to have an idea. You know, like in yeah. three months when we can save enough money and get the crew back together, let's Go do back. this, and then we start thinking about it, and then we Wes starts writing it, and we put everybody together and assemble everybody, and then it happens. Um, I think it's yeah. pretty much been our lunar cycle for the past years. Uh, <laughs> every, about every three months or so, we're hey! doing something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, Wes. Because yeah. it's impossible to do something, you know, one after another, just because we don't have any backing. Um, and we're making short films mainly, and they don't make any money. So, I know that's one of the well, it's one of the crutches of when you do independent films is, all right, you know, you got to think about it, getting everybody together because it's not just you, but then you have to figure out scheduling and all that stuff. There's so many variables to making a movie that, like you said, even when it's done, it's a it's a miracle by itself that it got finished. Yeah, absolutely. I mean. Yeah. I would definitely agree. I mean, I think it's an accomplishment in itself just to to finish a movie. Yes. Or something like Z-Fest, <laughs> just to finish a movie, yeah. do everything. Because like, there's like 30 steps. Like Z-Fest has a whole list Check of off. stuff you have right. to do. And just to get all that done and get your movie in on time and be yeah. able to play it. Is and then, oh, crazy. yeah, it has to be good. Yeah. <laughs> Th- that too. too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Yeah. Yeah, that's... uh. That's the main thing is it has to be good, but you also have to do all this other stuff. And I mean, I'm hoping we do do well with this, but I, I made a post the other day. I don't really care if it wins or. But wins you got awards. something out there. Yeah, it's a good movie. Yeah, just keep making yeah. stuff. It's a fun movie. It's it's a, a psychological thriller, which is something different than I thought I would ever do. I'm, I'm kind of. That's my second favorite genre. You know yeah. that. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Messing with people's minds, I love it. Yeah, no, I mean, I do too. I mean, we we want to do. I think I, if I would like to go down that route for like a yeah. feature someday, like a M Night Shyamalan type movie. Yeah, mess with people. Yeah, um, like the original Jacob's Ladder, not the one that's on Netflix. The original Jacob's Ladder. I think I've seen the original one. That is a wonderful mind play, and a horror movie at the same time. <laughs> I loved it. I was like the Sixth Sense. That was a good one. Yeah. Um, to think of more I, I can't think of them off the top but psychological when you play with people's minds I, I, I eat it up all the time you gotta, you yeah. gotta be really creative with it and for us to do that in well, seven us minutes was a, I mean the movie Us was a little yeah sorry, yeah it was a little psychological yeah absolutely Us yeah. was like mind blowing I think that's the last movie we actually watched was Us um, and it was my second time seeing it and I'm glad I watched it a second time because I picked up on a ton of more stuff that I did not pick up on the first time 
Yeah, Jordan's one of those that puts little pieces in there so you can enjoy it even a second time where you didn't notice it. You're not, you're not focusing on it like a clock play and like reflections. Just the, and, I mean, when you know the yeah. ending and then you see the beginning where all the people are holding hands on the TV, the old, like they had the old school TV and they push yeah. into it. And, um, and you know what the holding hands is going to be and you know who... <laughs> That, I'm not going to spoil it, but I mean, the yeah. double twist at the end really got me. Yeah. That was pretty phenomenal writing. There's one I can't remember with Mickey Rourke and Robert De Niro. Robert De Niro is the bad guy. I can't remember. Hearts. I something. can't believe Robert De Niro plays a bad guy. Oh, it's a really good bad guy. Uh, everybody, the audience will know it. Alan Parker directed, I can't remember, Mickey Rourke and... It's, it was filmed in the 80s, but it's supposed to play place in the early 50s in New Orleans. And it's a psychological thriller that messes with you. Hmm. Something with heart in the title. Um, it's going to eat me up. We'll have to look it up. Yeah. Right? I'll, get, I'll message you. Do it. Yeah. Do it. I want to see it. I want to check it out now. <laughs> Speaking of Robert De Niro. Yeah. Snubbed. They got snubbed. I, the Irish didn't get anything. Yeah. That, yeah. Was, I that think, was disappointing. I think there's a lot of um, too many standouts. Because for me, whatever won wasn't really a surprise. I think everything that one was expected. Parasite's that good, huh? I like it. <laughs> I like it. I do. I think it's well written about stages of hierarchy because they're in poverty, but they're lower level. Like they live in the basement and the family. And then they got these rich people who not only live up, but they live literally up on the hill. And where the rich, it's all trans it's all like a reflection the rich people the windows are open they see people that urinate on the street so they're getting actually literally peed on as they're and they're scammers to get ahead so they're really good at conniving and the rich people are dumb but they live lavishly and they hoard resources it flips on you then it flips on you again it's funny it's horrific it's you don't think you know what the ending is and all of a sudden it's just like we're done you're like what was that? <laughs> and it gives wow. you a question. What is a parasite? Is it rich people that leech off other people's hoard resources or is it poor people that cheat to survive on other people? So what is a parasite? Wow. Wow. Yeah, it sounds good. I have a hard time watching movies with subtitles, but I'm going to check it out. Um, just because oh, yeah. I have really bad vision. <laughs> That's the only reason. So I love squinting. movies with subtitles because it's like a moving comic book. <laughs> I suppose that would make sense. It's a moving. That's how I get. I was like, "Why? It's a moving comic book. It's a picture and words, and it's flowing." Yeah, yeah. No, so, definitely. Yeah, I would. I think Parasite. I think people have really study it. Written will appreciate it much more because I know a lot of people are going away. That I don't get it. Well, I think yeah. if you present it that way. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm glad you you gave me a little bit of a synopsis because now I want to see it even more. <laughs> I know that was a good sell. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's go watch it. Well, I think it's a wonderful play. What is it is out it yet? Is or is it in theaters? I think it's on Amazon Prime now, but it's still in theaters if you want to watch it. Oh, yeah. it is on Amazon Prime. Okay, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. doing that. Well, what if before? What is one of the movies that you really adore? If there's one that's really pops in a musical or anything, Meg, is there something that you really love that you want to give a <laughs> shout out to? I always talk about Xanadu, which I have loved since I was like, it came out in 1981 and I've loved yeah. it like forever. I mean, it's a musical. It's like colorful. It's It's like a moving crazy. coloring book. It is. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of love yeah. the crazy and just the colorfulness. And I think it's a surprise that it's lasted as long when people ripped on it so badly when it came out. But it's still around and people still watch it. 
and it's like one of those that I, I wish people would ignore critics that it's not the greatest movie ever, but it's so much fun to watch. It is so much fun. It destroyed the career of the main actor, though. Who Olivia Newton-John, yeah. <laughs> Olivia Newton-John and Gene Kelly, and there's yeah. Michael Beck played Sonny, and I think that's like the only film he ever did. You would think that if you do a film with Olivia Newton-John and Gene Kelly that it would not be the only one. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like a, it's like, you want to know what the 80s were like? But exactly. <laughs> Early 80s? Yeah. I watched it and I, I didn't dislike it. It was right. kind of crazy. Well, I think everybody expected like singing the rain of the 80s or disco. And it's just not that. Oh, it's not, nothing like not that. like that. Yeah. 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 I don't, I don't have one like you do. Like, <laughs> like that I'm just, they adore. I mean, I think you're still like a student of it, right? I mean, The Conjuring yeah. is my favorite movie. Um, probably of all time. But, if I have to go like back, like, uh, do you remember Empire Records? Oh yeah, I love that, that movie. That was one of my favorite movies growing up. For sure, I was working the video store. We could not keep that on the shelf because Empire Records was great. Because people, kids, would just constantly rent it, and then have kids like, "I want to rent it again." No, <laughs> <laughs> why don't you just go buy your own? <laughs> right. Yeah, that and The Wizard of Oz, um, which my daughter is getting into now, which is really exciting for me. It's fascinating, isn't it? How they because it's all about industry, how industry tears up farmers' lives, and it's like they go to this Emerald City. That the the metal guy, uh, the Tin Man, Tin Man, his represents industry. He's work, but he has no heart. He doesn't care about anybody. Are mm. the the scarecrows about farming, where he doesn't have a brain. He's not thinking. All he does is farm, and the or mm. the protector of everybody. The line doesn't have any courage. So it's all the transversion of the industrial age. That's what the whole book is about. Oh, wow. I never knew that. Right, I I know. just thought it was a cool movie. You framed it like that for me. Follow the yellow brick road. (laughs) (laughs) I just like the munchkins and stuff, but hey, now you taught me something. I want to, a fascinating thing, and there's a a great film trick because remember, trans trans from black and white to color. Remember, she opens the door and it's color. Yeah. That is completely magic because what they did was they put, they built a house that looked the exact same color as the film. So they started in color, but they painted the house the brown, so it looked like it was black and white. Then they had a stunt girl put on the, the dress, so it was not Judy Garland that opened the door, because she opens the door, then she goes out of frame, and then Judy Garland cuts in. Hmm. So it's all, it's all... I feel like you told me that story. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. Cool. But yeah. you look at it, now you look at it, you're like, that, that's very obvious now, but when you see it first time, you're like, whoa. Yeah. It pops. I'm, I'm supposed to watch it with my daughter soon, so I'm going to have to look for that. I'm going to be like critiquing it while she's having fun. I'm going to be like, where is this moment? And if you watch when they parade down uh, to the, because it's a soundstage, they dance. They get right almost to the wall before they hit the wall that they cut. Because it looks like they're going to hit it. Because they look, you know, the back wall where it looks mm-hmm. like it's painted. They go right up to it and they go cut. Because it looks like they're going to run into the wall. Oh, man. <laughs> You ruined my childhood. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, uh, I like it's a wonderful. I mean, you could still watch it and learn stuff from it. I heard that they found those slippers that got stolen. Yes, they were up in Hibbing, yeah, in Minnesota. They, yep. they didn't give any details about who stole them, but uh, yeah, nothing. You, you, you wanna, we should do like a, we should do a documentary on that. Like, yeah. what's going on? Yeah, right. Yeah, well, <laughs> who stole the slippers? I think Netflix would pick it up. Yeah. I mean, it seems like something they would do. It's a pretty iconic. But I did. I I missed Empire Records. Was a fun movie. Yeah, 
Yeah. I mean, it's not. What's the really douchey singer's name? Oh, why can I not think of oh, it? Oh, yeah. Rex. 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 Rex Manning. Rex. Rexy, you're so sexy. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. It's such a great movie. There's a Rex Manning Day. Remember that? Yeah, Rex it's Manning yeah. Day. It comes up. Yeah. We should so. start celebrating that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's because it started Renee Zellberger's career, that movie. That's true. Empire Records started her career. Yeah. Yeah. That There's was her first. a lot of good actors in that movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Steven Tyler's sis, uh, daughter, Liv, was in. That's everybody's. Tyler, yeah. Started a bunch of people's careers. So, You guys, thanks for coming over. Hey, oh, thank thanks you. for having us. Yeah. yeah. If you think about any other musicals that you want to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> don't get her started. Or we'll just play the whole entire soundtrack and we'll, we'll, we'll do commentary as it plays. Yeah. <laughs> Hamilton commentary? <laughs> All right. That's the next one. I could totally do some commentary on some musicals. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So, as you guys know, uh, it's not over till the guests say it's over. It's, it's over. over. Ah, there we go. <laughs>